This is our devotional commentary for Leviticus chapter 5. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. If anyone sins in that he hears a public adjuration to testify, and though he's a witness, whether he has seen or come to know the matter, yet does not speak, he shall bear his iniquity. Or if anyone touches an unclean thing, whether a carcass of an unclean wild animal, or a carcass of an unclean livestock, or a carcass of unclean swarming things, and it is hidden from him, and he has become unclean, and he realizes his guilt. Or if he touches human uncleanness, of whatever sort the uncleanness may be with which one becomes unclean, and it is hidden from him when he comes to know it and realizes his guilt, or if anyone utters with his lips a rash vow to do evil or to do good, any sort of rash oath that people swear, and it is hidden from him, when he comes to know it and he realizes his guilt in any of these, when he realizes his guilt in any of these and confesses the sin he has committed, he shall bring to the Lord, as his compensation for the sin that he has committed, a female from the flock, a lamb or a goat, for a sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement for him for his sin. But if he cannot afford a lamb, then he shall bring to the Lord, as his compensation for the sin that he has committed, two turtle doves or two pigeons, one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. He shall bring them to the priest, who shall offer first the one for the sin offering. He shall wring its head from its neck, but shall not sever it completely. And he shall sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering on the side of the altar, while the rest of the blood shall be drained out at the base of the altar. It is a sin offering. Then he shall offer the second, for a burnt offering, according to the rule. And the priest shall make atonement for him for the sin that he has committed, and he shall be forgiven. But if he cannot afford two turtle doves or two pigeons, then he shall bring as his offering for the sin that he has committed a tenth of an ephah of fine flour for a sin offering. He shall put no oil on it and shall put no frankincense on it, for it is a sin offering. And he shall bring it to the priest And the priest shall take a handful of it as its memorial portion and burn this on the altar, on the Lord's food offerings. It is a sin offering. Thus the priest shall make atonement for him for the sin which he has committed in any one of these things, and he shall be forgiven. And the remainder shall be for the priest, as in the grain offering. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, If anyone commits a breach of faith, and sins unintentionally in any of the holy things of the Lord. He shall bring to the Lord as his compensation a ram without blemish out of the flock, valued in silver shekels according to the shekel of the sanctuary, for a guilt offering. He shall also make restitution for what he has done amiss in the holy thing, and shall add a fifth to it and give it to the priest. And the priest shall make atonement for him with the ram of the guilt offering, and he shall be forgiven. If anyone sins, doing any of the things that by the Lord's commandments ought not to be done, though he did not know it, then realizes his guilt, he shall bear his iniquity. He shall bring to the priest a ram without blemish out of the flock, or its equivalent, for a guilt offering, and the priest shall make atonement for him for the mistake that he made unintentionally, 
and he shall be forgiven. It is a guilt offering. He has indeed incurred guilt before the Lord. Leviticus 5 begins with more examples of sins for which an ordinary person would need to bring a purification offerings, verses 1 through 6. These can all be seen as sins of omission. It's when someone knows he ought to do something, but then forgets to do it. Does this resonate with your personal experience? When you or I confess our sins, we tend to think about what we have done. We don't often consider what we have left undone. How long would our confession take if we meditated upon all of our unfulfilled duties? When conscience was awakened and people remembered what they had not done, they were to confess the sin and bring a female lamb or goat. Once again, there is a sliding scale depending on a person's wealth. Those who could not afford a lamb or goat were allowed to bring two birds instead. And a less expensive alternative was also provided for the very poor. And beginning at verse 14, laws for guilt offerings are given, concluding the list of sacrifices in Leviticus 1 through 5. These are called reparation offerings in some translations. And the last phrase of the chapter becomes, he has made reparation before the Lord in verse 19. Compensation for sin has been made, and forgiveness is assured, echoing the emphasis of the previous verse. According to verse 15, the compensation required was an unblemished ram, a male lamb. No other animals were acceptable when an unintentional sin was committed against the holy things of the Lord. Specific offenses are not detailed here, but these were sins against the Lord's sacred property. It may have included unfulfilled tithes and vows, or eating the holy food of the tabernacle. Besides sacrificing a ram, the offender had to restore to the priesthood whatever they had lost, adding 20%. Do you ever live in fear that you have committed a great sin, but you're not sure what it may have been? That's the situation in verses 17 through 19. As provision is made for the Israelite who suspects he has sinned, against sacred property. In this case, the ram should be offered, but no restitution is required. The one with an overly sensitive conscience was thereby assured that the sin, though unknown to him or her, was surely atoned for. The guilt or reparation offering, then, was a reminder that our sin incurs a debt against God. A sacrifice is required to compensate him. And Christ's death was the perfect satisfaction. By his sacrifice, our spiritual failures are paid for. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com and I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.